play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode. This one being 188. We're at 188, which is really like 285, but whatever. <laughs> we do these podcasts, and we just don't have time to count them. Right. But they have to have a name. That way you can differentiate between the two. And so this one is differentiated to 188. Thank you for joining us for it. A lot of great music. The list has been growing every Friday. It gets bigger, too. So I'm going to run down this list as quickly as I can. Eric, make sure you let me know what you were looking forward to. On November 21st, we had two releases, Hate Seeker with Let's Talk About Death and Terminal City Rats with Year of the Rat. On the 23rd, Left Alone uh, released another single, another new single called The Darkness. On the 24th, we had a few releases, starting with Record Thieves, and they released Wasting Time. Uh, Asco ASCO out of Brazil, they released 8 Bits, 5 Hits. We talked about that last week where they had the 8-bit video game sound. And, I, you know, long story short, right, they had that sound. But somebody actually did vocals over the top of it, unlike some great tracks that got released on Horn & Hoof Records, which were just the 8-bit sound a year or so ago. They did it with vocals. That's 8 Bits, 5 Hits. On the 24th also, the Pagans of Northumberland released the self-titled The Pagans of Northumberland. On the 25th, Census Fail released Christmas Has Been Canceled Due to Lack of Hustle. That's two tracks for you. Hell's Ditch on the 26th released The Likes of Us. It's a single. Chuck Jones released on the 26th uh, Muchos Como Vos. That's a single. On the 27th, uh, a lot of these are going to be on the 27th. So I'll let you know when it changes. Big release day on the 27th, day after Thanksgiving. Longshot Odds released So Far To Go. Thousand Oaks released Hell Is Empty, Been Out Of Shape, Who Laughs Last EP. It's a great EP, by the way. The Cavemen released Euthanize Me EP. Vacant Rogues released Brother In Arms EP. That is hard copy. I haven't seen it on digital anywhere yet, and I think the hard copy release is over in Europe. So lucky you, everybody over in Europe that got to hear it already. <laughs> Bipolar released Bipolar EP. Podium released Podium EP. Not EP, just self-titled Podium, sorry. Noise released Bass Rage on the front page. That was a single. In Cold Blood released This Has to End. It's a single. Field Day released Opposite Land. That was an EP. Real People released Life Without a Head. And Skin Damage released Skin Damage EP. So all of that was on November 27th. Like I said, it's a very big release day. Uh, also in November, on the 30th, though, the Queers released Save the World and Direct Hit released Never Gonna Die Demo. Some of those demos that are going to have to do with, I think, chapters in a book or is it comic books? I forget. But go to the Bandcamp page. Find out for yourself. Still want to hear it. I haven't heard the single yet. Necra released Royal Disruptor on the 1st. You Nervous, with a question mark, released True Belief on the 1st. Ophis Boys, they are from Istanbul, Turkey, so I might be mispronouncing it. It's O-F-I-S-B-O-Y-Z. They released Soon or Late. It's a single. 
On the 4th, Red City Radio will be releasing Paradise. The Moore Family Band will be, will be releasing Missy. Retaliate will be releasing 4. That's the Roman numeral 4. Oily Boys will be releasing Crow Memory Grin. Goldfinger is going to be releasing a new LP called Never Look Back. The Raging Nathans are going to be releasing a split with the Reaganomics. It's going to be called Midwest Duress. And then Two Trains Left will be releasing Not Okay Single. We'll be talking more about that here in a moment. On the 11th, Less Than Jake will be releasing Silver Linings. Kong Kong will be releasing The Evils of Kong EP. Looking forward to that one for sure. Love Kong Kong. Dead End Tragedy will be releasing Anti-Life, Anti-You. The Slime will be putting out a release. I didn't see what it was going to be called, but they do have a single on it called The Day the Earth Stood Still. And finally, on this list, it's been a long list, The Decline and Sick Waiting will be releasing a split. Eric, do you remember half the shit I said at the beginning? And if so, what are you looking forward to on this release list? (laughs) Well, that's all I uh, remembered was uh, the trigger names of (laughs) bands I was familiar with. And, uh, yeah, one of them was Red City Radio. I really like what those guys put out, so... So, yeah, I don't expect anything less with this upcoming release. Those guys are awesome. Excellent. Two days. And, yep. And, uh, and yeah, the Queers and Direct Hits, something I really want to check out. The Queers, they've been doing the same thing since the 90s. You know, the Ramones core, you know, tongue-in-cheek songs about being a, being in a, being a geek. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, then uh, a Direct Hits really interesting because every one of their albums has some sort of uh, – chronology about them and they're telling a story they're doing yeah they're and they're just doing stuff that's really outlandish so i'm interested i gotta look into their uh this new release more because i know that those guys are clever as hell and, definitely uh, do coming march i think that's when their book or comic book i think it's a book but i forget might be confusing it with something else but either way that release and the tracks that are going to go with the chapters in it that's why i'm pretty sure it's a book uh it is going to be released in March, and so obviously a couple demos. They've already released one, and then obviously this one. So get out there and check yeah. those out. But you have till March. March is when it will actually should release the book. Awesome. And uh, and yeah, one other EP I'm looking forward to is, is coming out from uh, Corpus. The uh, well, the label is called Corpus. The band is called Twisted Thing, and they're releasing their Sacred Cement EP in and actually a couple of days. Awesome. And. And yeah, I have their, uh, I went and downloaded their single, the one that's uh, the same title as the EP, Sacred Cement, and it's pretty fucking good. It's heavy. It's got a lot of uh, weird, got a lot of weird sounds, and and yeah, that's kind of expect, expected of bands that are signed to uh, Corpus out of New York. They, that was one of the, they actually housed one of the bands I played, played quite a while back called uh, Show Me the Body. Okay. Yeah, and show me the body. If you remember, they got such a weird electronic punk rock sound to them, almost industrial, and they, they're they weird, and they're great. And I can say the same of what I've heard with Twisted Things, so I'm excited to hear the uh, uh, the four remaining tracks that have yet to be heard. Awesome. Well, a yeah. couple days, that'll be a good release. That is a long list, a lot of great stuff. Some of the stuff we've already played, some we will definitely be playing, and stuff that we might not get to on this show. I do 
at least one, if not two, new songs exclusive episodes over on Punkanoi Worldwide. So if you're up in the air on some of these, go tune into some of those episodes because I do get to a lot of the tracks that we don't get to over here on this show. So let's get to a new one on this show. This release was just outside. It's Eric's pick, and it was just outside. I started on November 21st. This release came out on November 20th. Eric, what'd you pick yep. for this week? Well, I picked one of the uh, one of the bigger punk rock bands, if not the biggest, to come out of Sweden. Uh, pretty much everyone knows them. They are Refused. Yes. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Refused, the shape of punk to come. Indeed, they. Uh, yeah, they have been. They have been so active in the last. Uh, in the last 10 years with touring and uh they've been like a house band for punk rock bowling they played a yep. i've at least seen them twice down there and and yeah every time i've seen them it is just a wild show like uh their singer dennis he is a uh, still got quite a still holds the degree of being a raving lunatic on stage while being incredibly <laughs> insightful and conceptual and it, so uh <laughs> So much so that it kind of takes over the show in a spoken word. I used to make a I used to make a joke that I went to a political rally and a refused show broke out. <laughs> uh, so awesome. yeah, it's so yeah, it's uh, to me it's not to the point of annoyance, but at a certain time it's like, come on, get to the music, please. I want to hear it. And yeah, that kind of traverses into into what we got going on. This is our first release that they've done in a. In eight or seven years, I can't I can't remember when their last album came out, but but either way, they were taking the time. I kind of feel that this was the time of reflection. I know Dennis was also doing stuff with his straightforward hardcore punk band AC4, which I did play on this show a long time ago. Check right. them out; they are good. And and refused was just kind of like uh, okay we're going to take a break from ourselves really quick and then just kind of uh, ease back into it and this ep that they released the malignant nightmare i feel is uh i feel is indicative of that because it came out there's it's that heavy balance of being wild and rowdy like pure hardcore music and then just having all these weird little sounds in there that just uh yeah, that brings it back to the early to the their early days in the '90s, which made them, you know, so big and just so cutting edge. So, I feel like faceless corporate violence is a step in the right direction for these guys and their future. And I just I just said the song title, not the EP. Yes, you did. That is the that is the song that I chose. It was faceless <laughs> corporate violence, which was which was basically tied with their. Uh, with the other song, organic, 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 fuck off, or go fuck yourself. However, it was uh, I can't remember the subtitle for that because that one is really good too. The whole EP is good, but those two really stood out to me. But faceless corporate violence, I just went with, and the deciding factor was it was heavier. So awesome. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. Here is the new newest from Refuse, faceless corporate violence. Faceless corporate violence. Faceless corporate violence, 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 
Pretty good right there. I like the new refused. Oh yeah. So uh, I have to I have to come to an admission about something. This is their first out first release since last year. Actually, I just did some uh, uh, <laughs> some belated research, <laughs> and yeah. So so yeah, they did have an album that came out last year called War Music, and that went so under the radar for me. I had no idea that <laughs> that it was that it was another album because the the one that I was thinking of was Freedom, which came out in 2015, and I just remember that album just kind of. It just came in, came out. Don't really remember m- much of any of it, but but yeah, now war music. I'm just discovering is a is another album that they did. So well, maybe we should get into war music a little more too. Then yeah, maybe so. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> oopsie. We'll have to check that one out. It was a good track nonetheless, and it's awesome that they are continuing to release new stuff. They did war music last year which I'd forgot as well, but last year's they performed over, uh, I think on the main stage, one of the days at punk rock bowling, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. I remember did. that show. That was good. Great band. Great. That, you know, great bands like that from Sweden get to make it all the way over to at least Las Vegas, which is pretty close to where we are. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember they were on tour with the highs during that time. And that's, that's how right. they, that's how they convinced the Surrey brothers. They convinced both of those bands to uh, stop by in Vegas, since it's like, hey, you're on tour anyway. You're gonna be coming through, you know, the Southwest at the same time that we're doing punk rock bowling. What do you say you stop by and play on the main stage? That's yeah, pretty awesome. Okay. That worked out well. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Most bands uh, over all over in uh, Europe, it costs extra for them to get out there and do the show in Vegas. So. So yeah, it was a yeah, it was a stroke of luck that they got both those guys at the same time, pretty much in the same weekend. It's like, yep, we're gonna take it, take advantage of it. That's what the people want. That's awesome. Turned out great. Uh, we got a couple more new tracks on this episode. First one is a band. So we played for somebody from Umea, Umea, Sweden, and the next one's gonna yeah. be from Paris, France. This band is Two Trains Left. And I want to thank Tom for sharing this music with us. That way we can check it out, listen to it, and share it with you so you can check it out and listen to it. Not Okay is the track I was talking about at the top of the show. It releases as a single this Friday the 4th, but it's going to come out on an EP called uh, As Safe As Yesterday. And that EP is supposed to come out in mid-2021. No particular release date yet, but this is going to be the first single off of it, so you can check it out. They released a video for it. And it, it's a cool video. I think it was a bunch of make it look like younger kids. And, like, they were the ones in the band and doing all the skateboarding stuff. And I liked it. But what okay. I'm going to recommend is you go watch their video for uh, a previous track called Sick of the Regrets. And it was basically them eating a bunch of chicken wings. And if you've seen that show, Hot Ones, I think it's on YouTube. It's on Hulu and such. Uh, yes. looked like they were doing the same thing. So they were eating various levels and by the end they're just dumping the super hot sauce and that's kind of how the video went and you're watching listen to the track which was great but man it was hilarious to watch them and the reactions and such so go check out two trains left on the youtube page you have two uh, videos a new one here not okay and then go check out sick of the regrets it was funny uh if you're familiar with the band chunk no captain chunk who's also from Paris, France. Uh, Bert and Eric Ponce from the band produced uh, 
I don't know if it's the whole album, but definitely this track. So uh, I think you'll hear some similarities to that band. So if you're a fan of that band, I definitely think you're going to be a fan of this band. Here's Two Trains Left with the track Not Okay. trains left i want to thank tom again for sharing with us great stuff there coming out of paris that was definitely you know kind of borders that that style of music's that uh what is it uh it's kind of a mixed pop punk 
but like melodic hardcore, that's what I was trying to get at. So it's kind of a mix of pop with a little melodic hardcore. This band, I think a little bit less of the melodic hardcore that you might get out of Chunk, but uh, definitely has that, that pop sound to it. And yeah. go check out the video. The video I thought was hilarious for Sick of the Regrets. And while you're at it, check out the video for this new track here, Not Okay. Be on the lookout for Two Trains Left EP that comes out mid-2021. Now something that came out this uh, year already is the band Strum 101 or 101, 101, however you say it. I'm one of those guys that say 101. So Strum 101, they released a new album. It's called A Rough Guide to the Future. And they released it on Fast Decade Records, which is a, a label there out of Finland. And I want to thank uh, Ville, or Ville, I don't know, I'm, I, pr- I apologize it's for Ville. not, Ville, okay. Yeah, Ville. I want to thank Ville from Fast Decade Records for sharing this with us so we can check it out. I like the album, A Rough Guide to the Future, so when you hear this and you like it, go check out the album, A Rough Guide to the Future, which came out September 25th of this year. The band Strum 101 is from Porvu in Finland, so also from Finland, and they've been a band since 2011. So if you were unfamiliar with them until now, like I, they've actually been around nine years already. So congratulations to them. Wow. <laughs> Let's get into the band Strum 101, and we're going to listen to the track Liar off their new album. We'll see what you think. <laughs> Yeah. 
was Strum 101 with Liar. Oh, yeah. So That's the side of melodic hardcore that's more attuned to my taste. <laughs> there you go. I was just going to ask you the question. Like, uh, I know Fast Decade Records, they put out a lot of skate punk and stuff similar to what we just heard here. Uh, you yeah. know, a lot of Scandinavian bands anyway. And uh, great label. I was going to ask, what is the difference? Because sometimes the between like a pop punk or, you know, I, I think I can tell the difference between pop punk and maybe melodic hardcore, but maybe pop punk and skate punk. And sometimes they have a mm. lot of similarities to me where I'll say, that's this. And then the next time I hear it, like, well, maybe it's pop punk. I don't know. What's the difference? Uh, the difference is uh, it's such a faded line. And I've been asking myself the same question as, like, what would – when did melodic hardcore in its first way become skate punk? And when did skate punk become pop punk? And it was uh, – and also, like, when did pop punk become uh, the new wave of melodic hardcore? No, <laughs> <laughs> and then you had bands like A Day to Remember just kind of, like – bridging the gap between pop punk and metalcore and it was just such, it's just been such a bizarre little twist so in the in the base question you know <clears throat> where it was skate punk and pop punk i guess it really comes down to i guess it comes down to speed because if you listen to skate punk bands they're really more on the hyper intensity and the uh, and the aggressiveness because it's in the title. You want to be able to skate to it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it still relies on a lot of the, uh, the pop hooks and the catchiness within the melody. And that is definitely the focus of a lot of, uh, of a lot of pop punk. So, but pop punk, I know is a little more, I felt has always been a bit more easygoing, you know, it started to be, fracture itself from its hardcore roots and go a little bit further back and do what the Ramones were doing. Because the Ramones, you know, they didn't really know what they were creating. They were just creating pop songs with a bit more of a simplicity to it. <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to create some rock and roll music that was sounding more like, a, more like the, band, the pop bands of the 60s and less like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> right. Nobody, so, they, they were not trying to make an opera. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, like you look at the first wave of pop punk that came about with the, your Blink 182s or your Green Days or whoever you associate the genre with in that time. They were coming from like those, uh, those early 90s skate punk days, but they weren't trying to sound like No Effects or Bad Religion or Good Riddance or any, any of those bands like that. They just were like, you know what? We want to write a song about being at home and just uh, playing video games. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the way that I see it. It's just got much more of a laid back personality. Well, fair enough. Thanks for the explanation, and thank you to Vile from Fast Decade Records for sharing Strum One Hundred and One with us. Go check them out. Uh, all new tracks today are brought to you by Europe. Thank you, Europe, for producing some great bands so we can play them on the show. We are going to bounce here to the U.S. and play some older, lesser-known tracks here from the U.S. Eric, you're up first. What do you got? Well, I got a band that was, uh, that was thrown onto me by the band uh, Project Sellout. The, I finally got my 7-inch in the mail of the uh, Quarantine Forever. 
And with it, they threw in a couple of stickers from a, from a band from their neck of the woods, Southern California. And I think they were, I think properly they're from the, I think they're from the OC. Okay. Or maybe I'm not, or maybe I'm totally overblowing it. And uh, because I remember seeing a uh, Buffalo, New York. Yes. I, I think their Bandcamp page and their Facebook page said that they were from Buffalo. So if that's inaccurate, then uh, I found the wrong information. I could be inaccurate. I might just be doing a Freudian slip or an assumption here because I have, I don't know, maybe I was looking at the, maybe I was looking at the wrong band. But anyway, regardless, the <laughs> the EB that I ordered came with a couple of stickers of their of their band. I'm like, oh, pissing match. I got to go check this out. I checked him out and within within about five to seven minutes i had listened to their entire discography <laughs> because if you, if you look up on their band camp there is there is rarely a song that goes past even 30 seconds there is kind of a cheat on there there is one that goes just past a minute a minute and five seconds but it's a combination of two songs why i don't know but it's there right they're, uh, they're short yeah, they're incredibly short. Like, uh, just like the intention of this band was just to was just to write songs that were just like you blink and you miss them. Like the whole album that I am uh, uh, that I'm kind of uh, leading up to, "Break the Seal." It's just over five minutes long, and it's got it's got about fifteen, sixteen tracks on there if you count the double take. Right. Yeah, and and yeah. So we're kind of going on the, uh, we're kind of breaking the rules here. And being that the songs are incredibly short, we wanted to do at least, uh, we amounted that three songs would equate to the length of a minute. Pretty close. (laughs) I still think we're just shy, but it's pretty close. Just shy of a few seconds. So, so yeah, we're going to play them. Yeah, we're going to play these songs in order. So just to spare your attention for just a minute. I mean, a literal minute. <laughs> so, so yeah, from Pissing Match, we have Piss Test and So Full of Shit and November Brain. We're, we're going to play them all back to back. Yes. Enjoy. Yes, you're going to have a piss test because you're so full of shit and it's all uh, about that November Brain. shit right there yep so just uh yeah just about 50 seconds of your time and i just realized this i think that's that's the common time it takes for somebody to urinate 
<laughs> there you go. You, you could have listened to three tracks during that window. Yep. I mean, you look at urination as an interruption in your day. It's like, oh, now I got to go drain the vein. So you can still listen to music while doing it. So why not listen to Pissing Match while you're taking a piss? And the quote from them off their Bandcamp and Facebook page is urine-soaked hardcore. You can go get into some urine-soaked hardcore (laughs) while you go use the restroom. Enjoy. We're going to play another band, and they are from San Diego. I want to thank Mike for reaching out and sharing the band, Doc Hammer. Uh, Doc Hammer released Neon Devil last year in September, so September 1st of 2019. And they had some shorter tracks, too. Two tracks that I'm picking. One's 55 seconds, so one second shy of those three tracks that Eric just picked. And then uh, right after that, we're going to listen to one that's 159. So we'll play these back-to-back as well. The first track from Doc Hammer off of Neon Devil is Heavy Drugs. And then the track after that will be Wet Money, Wet Dollar Signs. I don't know. It's Wet with three dollar signs. So Wet. <laughs> you decide. Uh, cool tracks nonetheless. First up will be Heavy Drugs, and we'll go right into the other one after.
Wet Money still pays my rent for me. There it is. Wet Money, previous track was Heavy Drugs, back-to-back tracks from the band Doc Hammer, off of Neon Devil. Eric, what'd you think of those? Well, I really like that, in short. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, Doc Hammer. That's quite a... That kind of leaves the the name's open for interpretation a little bit. You know, I think of uh, Doc Martens making a hammer or making just say, you just say, my Doc Martin is my hammer. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the the hammer that the docs are used to do an ice pick lobotomy. <laughs> well, I want to thank Mike for sharing that stuff with us. And maybe Mike will uh, clue us in as to what specifically doc hammer is as far as the name goes uh great though i like it go check out neon devil yeah. it's been out for just over a year came out september of 2019 get out there check it out again that was heavy drugs and wet money uh we're about to get into our holiday track that eric picked for us i want to quickly mention i forgot uh bonus episode of slc Punkcast this week did a interview with Marcus of Foreign Legion. So if you hadn't heard the episode already, because it's already out by the time you've heard this, it came out first. Great interview with Marcus. Check it out. Foreign Legion's awesome. Played a bunch of great Foreign Legion tracks and then a handful of tracks from bands that did splits with them. So from the split they did with Foreign Legion, but tracks of a few other bands. Go check it all out. Bonus episode of SLC Punkcast. Which brings me to the bonus episode I released earlier this week as well. It was yesterday of Punkanoi Worldwide, all Christmas punk tracks, uh, 16 of them on that episode. And we're going to do another 16 in about two weeks over there. And it was a new Dropkick Murphys track that I released or that was on that episode. Which brings us to this episode. Eric, what did you pick? Well, we got the... What do we say? The pickup punch Marys? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, when I was going through uh, uh, trying to wrap my head around uh, Christmas punk rock songs, I was like, yeah, there's not really a lot that come to mind. And I'm like, I could be totally prototypical and just throwing the vandals oi to the world, you know, and call it a fucking day. But, no, nah, I like to <laughs> I like to be a bit... A bit more outside of the box than that. Not too outside of the box. This is a pretty, this has gone up as like a cult classic in Dropkick Murphy's roster, which is the song Seasons Upon Us. The video is great. Uh, oh, it's great. This came out uh, seven years ago on uh, Signed and Sealed in Blood. And and yeah, the Seasons Upon Us, and it goes into that traditional kind of uh, pub, swaying Irish uh Irish ballad sort of sort of feel on the music, but the lyrics are really what gets me. It starts off all innocent, like a Hallmark movie, a Christmas <laughs> movie, pretty much. And you're just thinking, oh yeah, this is a great time of year. And that, but then Ken Casey just uh, kind of just reels in. It's like, oh, you think that Christmas is so great? You should see my family. <laughs> and then he just then he just goes into. Uh, a narrative talking about how crazy his family is and it's so hilarious it's just it has a has a bunch of funny lines and it just it just grabs you and just keeps you keeps your attention for the humor it's one of the standouts of 
if I had to say probably the biggest standout aside from Rose Tattoo that came out in that album. And this one is definitely more festive. I could see people playing this in the in any Irish pub in Boston by the time this uh, by the time this time of year comes around. So and it's a good it's a good starting track. We waited until December to like bestow upon you the Christmas music. Right. And now and now that as the title does suggest, the season is upon us. <laughs> The season's upon us, it's that time of year Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung There's bells and there's holly, the kids are gung-ho True love finds a kiss beneath fresh mistletoe Some families are messed up while others are
weren't familiar with that one, I hope you enjoyed it. It's fantastic. And if you are familiar with it, that is definitely how you kick off the season because the season is upon us. Oh, yes. Season's upon us. And, yeah, you can you can rack it up to about just about three weeks of hell and all this stress and all this planning that you got to do and everybody's miserable in the end. So, <laughs> so yeah, you just hope, you just hope that someone out there appreciates what you're doing. <laughs> doesn't, sound, doesn't sound like Casey's getting much from his family. It does not. He is not looking forward to this time of year, but we are. And it is because there's always great music for us to all get together around the whatever we're getting together around to listen to some great music. Eric, let's listen to some great cover-to-cover albums. You're going to kick it off for us with... A band who unfortunately does not exist anymore. (laughs) This is a band that that came from Salt Lake City, and they were called The Infernal. A bit of a bit of weird history with this band. I was in this band at one point. Wow! And it just a, yeah, just a single point. But they were not called the Infernal back then. This was a this was a band that was thrown together by a couple of high school friends of mine, and and they were looking for a bassist. And they were like, "Hey, Eric plays bass. Why don't we ask him to come jam?" Okay, so I came over there, uh, jammed throughout their set. wasn't exactly my style. It was like that. That kind of turn of the century warp tour metalcore type thing, and the band was called a Gentleman's Dilemma back then. But, but yeah, they found a bit. Ba- so they ended up finding a bassist. They, uh, me and my friends, went and saw them play live for their couple of shows. But the guitarist ended up leaving through a, a just personal problems uh, that was that was going on in his life, and he was the founding member. So. So he left and took the vocalist with him pretty much. So now there was only the uh, drummer and the guitar. Not yeah, there are other guitarists left who is actually was actually a pretty seminal guitarist throughout the throughout the hardcore and uh, dark darker side, the grimmer scene in Salt Lake. Wolf Nunley, who we played on, we played one of his bands on this show. You know him as Freer. Awesome. Yep. So and he's incredibly musically adept he just takes a bunch of bands and just creates uh and and this was one of them he figured well you know what let's just uh get some new members we'll keep the keep you as the drummer and we'll just recreate the band from the ground up and that's where the infernal came in awesome and yeah and unfortunately the infernal they existed for the better part of two years and they released a soul ep and this is the EP, Coagular. And it's just uh, four songs long. It's uh, and I, actually four years old. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, back in February. And aside from their music being really cool, it's got this very uh, crusty, progressive sound to it, in the, kind of in the same vein as uh, your average Converge or Cult Leader, anything like that. But it's got a bit more of a grimier feel to it. And while they have songs that just go fast and sporadic and just sink into these crusty breakdowns, they have these other ones that are just a little bit longer and atmospheric and like to take their time with you. So I figured since I had a pissing match where it took three songs to equate to a minute, I'm kind of making up for the time we could have <laughs> spent with the, 
the infernal who has cracks averaged averaging out to about four to five minutes so if you're not <laughs> i hope you're not uh offended by the longevity of these songs and i hope it doesn't turn you off from what we're about to play because they have some good ones out of of every single track on this album really stands out and i had a yeah, I had some trouble trying to figure out uh, which one I wanted to play that showcased their faster, more hardcore side that kind of bled into that the sort of a Nick Cave feeling to it. And that it sounds like it's a synth, synth wavy, pretty much. <laughs> I guess synth isn't the right term, but you know what I'm getting at. Just right. like have a, they just kind of have this brooding atmosphere, but it's just feels so serene. And you just throw that in with this... <laughs> distorted yells and just this totally aggressive personality so it's a yeah a bit of a conundrum of a band with a weird history but yeah so yeah that's why i chose the song symphony of sirens it'll get you moving and it will get you laid back a little bit so i hope that i hope it has this effect on you or maybe it has something different who knows but let's give it a whirl shorter of the two tracks yep it was pretty short but <laughs> but again it's despite the uh, length 
it manages to fit a lot in there and not make it sound too shrouded with each other. It actually has a what is it? A flow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's uh. So yeah, that was Symphony of Sirens. That's uh. That goes way more on their. Uh, yeah, it goes way more on their hardcore side. And. Yeah, I gotta say something. Like every time I saw the Infertile, I actually saw. I think it was their first or second show, and was just them playing in their uh, in their practice space to a bunch of friends. But they just went off like, uh, yeah, like of the four members, you know, all of them were bouncing and jumping around. You know, the the drum set eventually just constantly fell apart and had to constantly get its uh, <laughs> the simple stands put back up because their bassist was bumping into them on purpose, and he was throwing his bass all over the room at one point and yeah just just that type of insanity that you think of when you think of a traditional hardcore punk show and this was a floor show too so everyone in the room was just losing their minds (laughs) and they brought that same intensity to every show that they did little as they were they didn't have a yeah they were just an amazing an amazing band live and also on the cd so so yeah they were me and my friend, when we went and saw them, we we just had to keep going and seeing them again. We were, as they would say, the, their number one fans. <laughs> <laughs> at least I think. At least I think that because because yeah, I don't know how many people just came back and repeatedly saw their shows, ex- other than the, t- the two of us. And we were, and we also hold the the bragging rights. We knew who you were. We saw you play before you were called the Infertile. So, <laughs> bite my thumb at you. <laughs> well, you got so one I, more. What's the next yeah, one? I got one more. The ne- the next one is the closer to this EP. It comes in uh, over five minutes long, uh, just a just a bray away from being up to the six minute point. But you know. It's a closer. They have to like bring everything to a satisfying end, and and into the EP, which subsequently was the end of the band, apparently because they didn't release anything after this. But but yeah, this the song I'm talking about is "Staircase to the Moon," and it this was kind of pushing it because it's not your typical punk or even hardcore song. It actually plays a bit more on the doomy side, but. I don't know. I like to think of think of it as when Black Flag started doing more Black Sabbath inspired songs, you know, slowing down the tempo, elongating the tracks, and yet we still refer to that as that as punk or hardcore. Right. So I do the same thing. I bring that same argument to what the Infernal was doing, except they were doing this like right out of the gate. So so yeah, get ready to uh, get ready to more or less bob your head, kind of do that little uh, gothic. D- do the gothic dance where you just hang your head and you just sway a little bit. Okay, let's do it. The staircase to the moon.
Oh, there's the infernal. There it is. That was a yeah. What's a hell of a band in there? Yeah, and another callback to like a early early hardcore. They very much were in the same vein as the longevity of the band, meaning they come out, maybe put out an EP or two, and then you just, and then they just kind of fall off the face of the earth. Right. And that's basically what has happened to them. And yeah, if unless you have a physical copy of their CD, they they don't really have anywhere else you can find it. They don't have a band camp anymore. They they don't exist on Facebook. They do on Instagram, but other than like the uh, <clears throat> classic uh, Apple Music and Spotify, those streaming platforms, you can't really find their music anywhere unless you own it or download it off iTunes. So, so yeah, it's kind of that kind of a mix of both modern and uh, old school uh, musical <laughs> musical collecting, pretty much. But I happen to own their CD, and I feel like I own a gem now because, <laughs> because yeah, if you want it, I suppose you can <clears throat> look up uh, look up their stuff on Instagram and message them that way. But I don't even know who if they even go on there anymore. I have no idea. Yep. So you just got to hear two very exclusive tracks, but stream them, stream them if you get the chance, or if you really are so willing to have copies of it i will burn you a cd i will send it to you <laughs> there you go hit up eric and he'll tell you how at the end i'm going to change the pace of the show a little bit with the music hard not to based off what we just heard uh the band is the king crows they put out brute force and ignorance last year november 25th of 2019 it's only been out just over a year the band is from the uk and i want to thank rocco for sharing this with us uh, the band's been around since 2008. Let's get into a track. The first track we're going to hear off of Brute Force and Ignorance from the King Crows is Psycho Radio. <laughs> Hey, 
King Crows, it's good stuff. It is a great cover-to-cover album. Get out there, check it out. Again, I want to thank Rocco for sharing it with us. Just came out a little over a year ago, Brute Force and Ignorance. We're going to play one more track off of it. Get out there and check out the King Crows. This track right here is One Night Only. Time is coming, leave you drinking star, show me time is coming out. What if you don't scream the shot? Don't shut your mouth, I'll kick you out now. I'm really dead, no, I'm just gonna swear, I'm not checking out, I'm gonna leave you there. Another day, another night, another smoke, another pint. Another drink without a fight, 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 fight. you'll be alright. One night you get lonely, for one night only. One night you get lonely, for one night only. think of king crows oh those guys are fun right yeah it's got the it's got that way old school uh british punk rock sound like when they were playing i just kept thinking of like the old school damned or the uk subs or sham 69s so, songs like that it had that same energy to it which i i guess makes sense because they are from that same nick of the woods right you know, not necessarily Maybe not necessarily London, but from the United Kingdom. It's all the same, right? <laughs> right. And I believe their very first show that they played uh, was with the UK subs, if I'm not mistaken, back in 2008. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Quite a, quite a great opening band to – a great band to open up for. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's a great band. Thank you again to Rocco and the King Crows. Get out there. Check them out. Brute Force and Ignorance. That's going to wrap up the punk portion of the show because we wrap up the show, which we're about to do with metal. Eric, what do you got? Oh, what have I got? I got some very old school, classic, gorish, fucking brutal, stabby, stabby, slashy, slashy death metal. <laughs> and the band is called Obituary. 
Awesome. But although, although that's a basic description of a, I don't know the vast assortment of their of their discography. I mean, it's death metal, and a lot of it is is very, very much to the same degree of your average slasher film. And their early chronology was definitely stuff on that. Just uh, just gore and blood and guts. I mean, the name is obituary for God's sake. So. <laughs> <laughs> They got to live up to the name, but ironically, the and I've been listening to them a lot this week, and I just kept getting stuck on one song that came out from their uh, their World Demise album from '94, and and yeah, it was just like uh, it just had this very punk rock edge to it. I mean, right up into their uh, into the song title, "Don't Care." I was like, you know, this is a far cry away from like the uh, the cause of death or suffocation or slowly we rot or anything of that sort. <laughs> I was just like, don't care. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, they obviously could give less of a shit what you think about their music, and uh, I didn't really look too far into the lyrics afterwards. I would just, I just really got caught up on the chorus there. So yeah, it's death metal kind of a punk rock degree and the fact that obituary doesn't care what you think about them so let's listen hopefully you don't care <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah.
excellent obituary. Great track right there. Don't care. Uh, I really enjoy it. Eric, good choice. It was a good choice. I was really stuck on a lot of songs to uh, choose for the metal track. Honestly, obituary. They got a ton of really great songs. And and how can you blame them? They they were one of the purveyors of death metal as we know it. And... (laughs) And yeah, even though they branched out a little bit from their, uh, you know, that carnal, <laughs> carnal, that's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, I'm sure at one point it was, but it, even from the, even though their, uh, their vocal at the, the lyrical output was similar to that of your average cannibal corpse band, they still stood on their own because, you think of death metal, you think of that just slamming snare drum, just those speedy riffs, and you don't really get that a lot in Obituary. Obituary was just sludgier and groovier and just cared more about those monolithic headbanging things rather than just spinning your head around in a circle as fast as you could. <laughs> well, it's good stuff. Uh, the metal band I chose also starts with an O. That's, I think, where the similarity is probably going to end. Uh, <laughs> they are from... Varese or Varese, Italy. You would you know, right? Yeah, Varese. Okay, there we go. Eric's uh, our resident Italian. <laughs> uh, they right. formed as a band in 2012, and they're on Planet K Records. So go check this uh, record out there. I want to thank uh, David Pulido at the Metalist PR for sharing this one with us. I think you're going to get an idea of the differences in the album title and in the song title. So first up, the band is called Overcharge from Italy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. And then the album name is called Metal Punks. They just released it on November 10th. It's not even a month old yet. And the track that we're going to listen to is D-Beat Destruction. So let's get some D-Beat Destruction.
from you from Italy from the band Overcharge. Are you an Overcharge fan, Eric? Well, it's funny that you uh, mentioned that because I remember playing Overcharge on the first episode I did with the punk cast. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, something that I think was in the older, lesser known. And yeah, along with Bare Minimum and uh, NW77. And Overcharge was one of them. I was like, I got to throw in some uh, some music from the homeland. But yeah, it that that being said, that aside, I do love Overcharge. I love their style. It's kind of like a Motorhead meets Discharge vibe in there, which isn't that far, which are two bands that are not that far off from each other, at least in terms of uh, style goes. The lyrics are just different. So I like that they brought that together discharge with uh, guitar solos <laughs> right <laughs> well it's good stuff uh i, I want to thank david pulido again for sharing that with us definitely get out there and check it out over on planet k records it's overcharge let's wrap up the show you can find the show because you've already found the show but you can find it also on itunes spotify stitcher youtube music amazon music player fm and of course slcpunkcast.com and you can find all the bands on Instagram at Refused, at Two Trains Left, at Strum101, at PissingMatch716, at Doc underscore Hammer, at Dropkick Murphys, at The Infernal UT, at The King Crows, at Obituary Band, at Overcharge.MetalPunks, and that's with an X, at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You may all find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric and yeah, underscore SLC. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I never thought I'd have to make that mistake. Anyway, you can find my band, Anonymous, also on Instagram at anonymous underscore 
Band Official and on Facebook, Anonymous Band SLC. And probably most importantly, because that sacred day is coming up on Bandcamp, anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. December 4th. Uh, yep. Please visit us on December 4th and uh, uh, give us some streams. And if you like what you hear, feel free to download it because that would really help us out financially. And then uh, Bandcamp isn't going to take their, uh, uh, the, uh, what, the 5% cut, the 10% cut, something like that. They're waiving that fee on Friday. And anything you help with, anything to help with any band, any download, any purchase, it all goes back to them. Right. So, yeah. It'd be great if we were, uh, it'd be great if uh, we were thought of as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go there as well on Friday. Check out the bands we played on this show. And you can also check them out on Facebook at Refused Band, at Two Trains Left, at Strum 101, at Pissing Match 716, at Doc Hammer Band, at Dropkick Murphys, at King Crows, at Obituary Band, at Overcharge R&R, at SLC Punkcast, and you can go check out The Medalist at The Medalist PR. Thank you, everybody. This has been Episode 188. Eric's kicked us off for the season. We definitely plan to play some more seasonal tracks this month. And if you need more, go over to Punkanoi Worldwide. There's one, and in two weeks, there will actually be two episodes this year of Christmas-themed music. And last year, completely different tracks. I don't repeat the tracks at all. So plenty of Christmas punk music if you can't figure out any on your own. Check them out. Check out all the bands. December 4th is coming. We'll see everybody on the next one. Chris, play the fucking outro. Outro.